0: <laughs> Minutes before three o'clock Welcome to the podcast edition of the show uh, Eric and his black friends today Hey <laughs> I mean, let's be honest That could be like any number of, of people That I, I know um, but Alex, It probably could be yeah. We're Alex, the good ones though <laughs> hey. mm-hmm. oh, Okay, okay Alright, now I, I'm i good with that Um, Alex and Philip we are glad you're here with us on the podcast Alex let's take care of some business okay what's our mortal Kombat plan uh Saturday can you do Saturday I'd rather not but why I...
1: oh because Saturdays <laughs> are you're like you fall off the face of the earth don't no, you
0: it's fine I just want to see it as soon as I can I mean this is not a I need to stay <sighs> off the internet movie um but I just, I just want to get to it. But Saturday, okay. Saturday it is.
1: Okay. So maybe I'm trying to save myself some trouble. Thomas absolutely wants to go tomorrow. And he's like, no, we're going tomorrow. We're going tomorrow. And I was like, no, because your schedule is outrageous and there's no way of knowing if you're even going to show up on time. The fact that we got there when we, like when we got to the other movie, when we did, it was because he didn't even get home until five minutes before the movie was starting. Uh So, it's, I mean, he can't help it because it's his work schedule. But I said, I'm not going to commit to that because other people are involved. So no, he's like, I want to go Friday. And I said, no, Look, I, you know, you're not going to be able to make it.
0: I, I don't care if he's late. That's on him. As long as we're seated by the time the, uh, the blood begins to spill.
1: I want to be seated by the time the blood begins to spill. You will just, I mean,
0: <laughs> let him do his
1: pooping at the theater. Yeah. Oh, he wants to go Friday. I say we go Saturday. Figure I'll talk right. to him today. Thank you.
0: Thank okay. you. Um, Did we have other stuff to get to? Uh, hi, Philip. Hi. <laughs> Can,
2: I'm just really jealous because we don't get Mortal Kombat here because we don't have theaters here. So I just decided uh, to exclude myself from that conversation.
0: So it's fine. Everything's fine. It's you okay. don't have theaters?
2: We don't have theaters. We can't sit next to each other.
0: It, oh! So it's also available on HBO Max we just want to see all the blood and fatalities on the screen <laughs> on the big I screen do see, well, we, we don't have
2: HBO Max here either so um. I really just don't have Mortal Kombat so hey, oh, <laughs> hey Philip, uh it yeah.
0: sounds like you're connected to the podcast like through AM radio are you on a different headset this week
2: no it's the same one is it kind weird
0: it. I think he sounds fine okay alright we'll leave it as is um Philip, do you wanna update us about your celebrity gym friend? <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, this man, did he, tell you, did he tell you the story, Alex, of like how I realized who this was?
1: He told me the story and then I like, I just found it to be very strange because of something that I talked about the, like literally a couple days prior. He told me the story though, yes, I know. You,
0: Phillip, okay. th- we, you only told me over text, so start from the get-go, start from the beginning.
2: So, I went to the gym because, you know, we're able to do that now here. And um, this was probably like a weekend to the gym that I went. And I don't pay minds to anybody who's there because literally I'm in a workout and to get out as quickly as I can to be done with it. But there were these two guys who came in one day and I was doing um, like uh, pull ups. And I looked in the mirror and I saw them and I was like, they're both attractive. And I was like, right, attractive guys, not a big deal. Went back to what I was doing. Um, One of them, just like, you know how somebody looks at you, they look like a little bit too long, and it seems Mm -hmm. a bit awkward? Mm -hmm. So like that that happened with one of them. There was a blonde-haired one and a dark-haired one. And I said, you know what, like, not a big deal. Guy at the gym, seeing what I'm doing and or checking me out, I'm going to move on with my life. So I went from (laughs) upstairs to downstairs, and I was using a machine, and then they came downstairs not too long after that. And he did it again, and I was like... Now I know that he's checking me out, but I really, like, I don't wear my glasses usually when I work out. So like, I can't see very well. I'm not going to paint any mind. I'm here to work out and to keep it moving. <laughs> so the next day, I go to the gym every day at the same time. I saw them again, and I was like, oh, okay, like, that's fine. And I got, like, a better look, and I was like, they're actually both very, very attractive. But, like, I wasn't all up in their stuff because I feel like it's weird if you stare at somebody at the gym. So, like, I didn't do that um and then again the same thing happened to where like he looked a little bit long there was a couple times to where like i don't know if you ever experienced this alex or eric to where like somebody wants to show off to you there's a few times like he like he randomly like lifted his shirt up in the mirror and like you know like checked out like his abs and everything else and i was like whatever like not a big deal So the third day i go and it was a weekend and at nine eight o'clock in the morning nobody's working out on the weekend because they all were able to go out drinking the night before so it's like me and like four of the people in this gym and i went downstairs and he happened to be there minus the guy that he's with the blonde guy that he's usually with so i'm like sitting there doing my thing warming up (laughs) whatever the case may be and i had my glasses on today and he walked by me when i was doing something and he said hi and I looked up and I was like, "Hi!" And I looked at him really close, and all of a sudden I lost all train of thought because I was like, "You look really familiar now." And now that you're in my face,
1: uh-huh. I don't know
2: how you look familiar, and I'm really concerned about the fact that I may know you from like being like a thought on Instagram, and or <laughs> and or I may know you because like you came into the bar that I worked in when I first moved here. But I know for a fact that you're gay because you've been checking me out. I know for a fact that you're wait go ahead. Time out.
0: Did you say this to him? Oh, absolutely not. This is what's happening uh. in my head. Yeah. No, this is what's happening
2: in my head. Like, he's still talking, and I'm completely, like, out of it because I'm trying to figure out who he is. You have your
1: own dialogue going on in here? Yeah. So,
2: so like, he, he said hi, and uh, he, said, he said something else. I think I had on, like, a Disney villain t shirt, and he mm-hmm. said something else to me, and I was like, yeah, yeah, cool. Um, and then he went about his way, and literally, not so long after that, his friend came downstairs because his friend had showed up, and they work out together. Cool. No, my. So I have my glasses on today and he did the same thing to like he was still like checking himself out in the mirror and making sure he mm-hmm. was doing it to where he could see that I could see he was doing it. And his friend mm-hmm. paid mm-hmm. It no attention. So I go to leave and I go to leave and, you know, I walked by and, like I can I kind of gave him like, you know, that 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 bro. What's up? Head not like, hey, mm-hmm. I see you. I'm out of here. You guys have a good day. And I was like, you know, what? I know this man. I know this man. And it dawned on me, he looks like Gaston from the live action I was TV just going
1: to say, that's Gaston. That's why he's and checking once, himself out.
2: And as soon as I said that in my head, I was like, well, let me just go ahead and Google it because I am in London and Lord knows who could pop up. But I thought that guy was American, so I thought not too much of it. Mm-hmm. Google it. BSU not. It is Luke Evans. And mm-hmm. I was like, what is going on in my life right now?
1: <laughs> like, so- Ooh, I have graduated to the next level of beautiful human.
2: And I was just confused because I'm like, first of all, why are you in, cause here's the thing. I don't live in the hood by any right. means, but like I live in like, my neighborhood is like the old West end of yeah. London. You know what I mean? So like to be at my gym kind of blew my mind a bit that he was there and he had been there three days in a row, right? Mm-hmm. So like I Googled him and immediately like I messaged Danny and I was like, Hey, do you know who Luke Evan is? Or it's Luke Evan, right? Yeah. Okay. So I said, do you know who that is? And he goes, yeah, he was in the Alienist. And I was like, right. There he is. He's at my gym. And Danny was like, are you sure? And I said, 110% sure he's Gaston in Beauty and the Beast. This is my reference point now. Gaston, (laughs) Beauty and the Beast. So, like, I tell him this. And he's like, that doesn't surprise me. Like, I think he lives around here. He's been in London. He's been in the news because he's lost weight. He's been in the news because apparently he may be the next James Bond. And I was like, right, well, he's checking me out at the gym. And Danny's like, oh, you should talk to him. And I'm like, but now I think it's weird because I've realized who this man was. Like, he did talk to me and say hi. But now I think it's weird for me to like even try to attempt to chat with him because I don't know, like I don't know, like I think that's because you don't want to
1: come off like everyone else,
2: right? And but he
1: initiated su- with you.
2: He did, and it's really surprising me that he's at my gym because like a gym's full of hipsters. To be completely honest with you, and people who probably know who he is for the most part. It's mm-hmm. so, like I don't, I don't know. My thing is that I. I went straight to like networking and I was like, you know what? I'm going to talk to him because there's a good chance that if him and I do get on and he's like, Hey, you should come hang out with me. Then I'll meet people. And they'll be like, we have these opportunities. You have mm-hmm. been great for that. And because you know him, we go ahead and we'll trust you. It's so, like, that was my first reminder. I said that to Danny. Danny's like, don't, don't enter that relationship that way. That's not a good idea. <laughs> hey,
0: Philip, uh, do you go to a uh, city athletic gym?
2: No, so here's the thing, I did I I Google him, I Instagram him, whatever the case may be. But he, that blonde dude that's in that picture with him, do you yeah. see the blonde dude? Yep. That that blonde dude is a dude who goes with him to these places. That's like right. his personal trainer, whatever the case may be. I think that he owns that gym.
0: Got it. Okay. Um, but I go to
2: I go to Anytime Fitness.
0: I don't think he. He probably lost some weight but I'm looking at the before and after picture and he definitely like he's got to be down 10% body fat. So uh, I mean, he, had a, he had a transformation. Oh, there's a there's a picture here where he's in a small yellow bathing suit. <laughs>
1: <I> <laughs> he is. Oh. He is a fine piece of ass and um I think it's hilarious that people reference like it, it, I feel like it speaks to you depending on what movie you reference. I know him mm-hmm. from The Hobbit because I've seen The Hobbit over and over and over again. He was the dad in Lake Town and he ended up killing Smaug <laughs> the dragon. Oh my God. Um, so that's how I know him. But <laughs> hey, uh, that, I mean, that's cool. Alex, you, like- ever,
0: you ever have a... I'll say he's probably won some awards. Have you ever had a famous person with 3 million followers on Instagram? Uh, I bang you somewhere?
1: <laughs> not that I recall. Me neither. No. Same here.
0: No. So
2: like,
1: the whole thing it. is
2: that I got I, I I I like I just I can't. I really really can't and I've come to the conclusion that I can't because oh, I listen, here's the thing Alex, like I don't talk well. I mm-hmm. don't talk to I don't flirt well. I'm not sexy. And if yes, he had been, are. if he, listen, Alex, if I had just been a regular person and I had known nothing about this of him. I, if I would have known those first two days who he was and we would have chatted, it would have been fine because he just would have been another person at the gym in my bubble. It would have been fine. But now I know who he is. I'm going to fail. Like I'm going to fumble. I'm going to be like, <laughs> <and> <laughs> So if,
1: if I were you, I may like very well just like say it, sometimes like when you're thinking things in your head and if you feel like it's making you incredibly awkward, I just like lead with that. And I'm like, listen, thanks for saying (laughs) hi, but this is strange for me. Like I'm not, and almost, I would almost even pretend like I'm not interested because it's strange. So I'd be like, listen, this is weird. Like, what are you even doing here? You know what I mean? And then that might start conversation. It might not, you know, turn him off. It could be like, the the anchor to maybe further conversation if you wanted to be friends.
2: But like, what day did I message you, Eric? It was last Sunday. week sometime. Sunday. Yeah, I haven't I haven't seen him since then. I, I skipped yesterday at the gym. I haven't seen him since then. So like, I think in my mind, I look at it like this: being who he is, he's probably like bouncing around from gym mm-hmm. to gym, trying not to like make a ruckus, or whatever the case may be. And I had I had a three day window, and I failed. I'm alright with that. That's fine. <laughs> well, he, he's apparently
0: working. He's a uh abbey road abbey road studios doing some vocals for a secret project so that, he's, i mean he's working that means nothing to me how do you feel about the mustache his mustache yeah
2: <laughs> i almost said something so inappropriate um, i like the fine. mustache it tickles <laughs> listen,
1: listen. I was, like, um, <laughs> was that you what you were must- gonna have, say have you heard of mustache <laughs>
2: right <ride>? because <laughs> give me
1: up. It, it feels nice <laughs> Oh my god. He's a very attractive
2: man and the thing about it is that like also in his like his accent him and that dude talking there's like there's a certain English accent here that I've learned and it it comes with like this deep voice and this very like posh accent this very like sophisticated accent Mm -hmm. and I hear it and from a certain type of man when you hear it for some reason like it just does something to you and you're like that's sexy. I want to do everything
0: with that voice. <laughs> Just use it. I, this is a great story. I'm glad you agreed. <laughs> I'm glad you agreed to tell it. Like when you were like, "Don't tell anybody." I was, I was thinking, "Who cares? Like, what, what's going to happen?" Well, so I'm glad that I, I had to get my game plan together because if I was going to sit here and try to
2: use this man for networking purposes, I couldn't like pretend I knew who he was. But mm-hmm. now at this point, I, I haven't seen him all week, so like. It doesn't matter. We're in it's another
0: fine. country, and I think our our friend group knows what to share and what not to share. So you were in no danger. <laughs> so I'm glad yeah. you let me tell Alex a story, and that we could talk about it here. The only <laughs> thing that I wish was different was when you two were doing whatever to each other with your eyes. I wish your mouth would have said, "Are you an influencer?" and completely <laughs> insulted him. <laughs>
1: He might have liked that. Like he might, he, honestly, he might've liked that. He, he's like, oh, this guy doesn't know did, who I am. Great.
0: Did, did you try to sell me weight loss tea on-
2: <laughs> You look familiar. Like, you know, what? it's funny because obviously I told Danny and I think Danny told like two of his friends and one of them was like, oh, like, make sure you check him out in the locker room and see what he's working with. But at my gym, we have individual shower and like changing rooms. So like you don't share room with anybody. Um, and plus, I don't mean, I don't think I could do that. You know what I mean? I think that's really, really creepy, especially because I'm sure being who he is, he probably isn't trying to have like DPs out here, especially being openly <laughs> gay in London. So
0: I, I thought Danny
2: would have wanted to whoop his ass.
1: That's what I was going to say. How's Danny with all of this?
2: I told Danny that you said that and he goes, do they think that like I brought you here to shackle you down and not allow you to be you? No, and I'm like, no, not at all. But we like at the same time, he, just, hate, a, uh, he, he just hates everything. But yeah, like all at the same time, there's like an international celebrity who's like checking your husband out, who's basic as hell at the gym. Like if that was the other way around, I'd be like, listen, you have fun, but no, we are married and you will come home.
1: So I don't, I, my, like, I don't have any comparison, but I have a really good friend from home that we grew up together. So like when we were kids and then into college who plays football, he plays in the NFL and he's relatively famous in the NFL and I don't talk about it much because like what for but my brother you know we like I said we grew up together I am closer to him than my brother is but my brother cracked a joke during the Super Bowl this year about it and he's like oh hey you know there's so and so mind you the Super Bowl is the day after I got engaged and my brother looks at Thomas he's like yeah Thomas that's your competition oh the day, he was joking <laughs> and he's and it's also This guy is also not my competition. Like we were literally like eight years old when when you know he was a little boy trying to get up a girl's pants, but it's like my brother's like, yeah, that's your competition. And Thomas just shut down. Did I tell you this story, Eric?
0: No. Oh Oh my god,
1: Tom. The day after our engagement, and I was like, he is not. And the reason that Thomas shut down is days prior. This same. You know, football player, we were have, I was having a conversation with one of my girlfriends who's also part of that group. And she said, oh, yeah, so-and-so, you know, we're all thinking about taking a group trip together. Um, and I told Thomas, because there's no, like, romantic connection between me and this guy. So I told Thomas, like, hey, we're, we may go on a group trip. Then my brother, like, two days later is like, oh, yeah, he wanted Alex. That's your competition. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my, oh, my God, why would you do that? I felt like such an idiot. So needless to say. It didn't go well.
0: I uh, I don't have any famous people stories. Maybe <laughs> maybe uh, a Mudhens player will want to bang Amanda.
1: Oh my God, the Mudhens players though that maybe
0: I, they're
2: not as bad as the, as the Walleye players. To be completely honest with you, yeah, I'm pretty I, I'm pretty sure the Walleye players will like would trade you know sexual teams if they find the right person to be completely honest with you and i say that from experience so yeah i know
0: and unless it was like uh like a tigers player that was sent down to do a rehab or something i'm gonna have to put the the squelch on on anybody on any professional athlete sleeping with amanda (laughs)
1: There was a Mud Hens player that lived where I used to work a couple, you know, I used to work at an apartment complex and he lived there. So he was friendly. He would come in and out with his family, with his wife and kids, by the way. And I got invited to a Mud Hens game and we had like behind home plate seats, like front row seats behind home plate. And he was the catcher. He spotted me. So he turned around and spotted me, walks up to me during breaks, hits on me so hard. And I'm like, you do know that I know you live where you live with your wife and your kid. Right so hard doesn't even care that there's all these people around that's that may have been like ooh, look at me like i'm cute that's my only moment that's it
0: i don't want to hear any more about famous and hot people hitting on either of you because i'm feeling completely left out
1: (laughs) you should
2: you
0: should come to london
2: i mean you have no idea it's such a small town and literally i'm sure you'll sit down and you'll recognize like some political figure or somebody like who's on reddit who i don't know who has like this huge like Platform and they'll probably hit on you because yeah, that's right. first of all you're American and the second you start talking to them they'll be like we're <laughs> gonna sleep together. So, they love
1: that shit and you're handsome. Yeah. You're the tits. Yeah. You should go.
0: Well, you <laughs> do know that if, if anybody, if anybody famous and high powered is gonna hit on me, it's like a thousand percent it's gonna be a gay guy because <laughs> I am I am like an icon in in some ways. Uh, okay. Philip, when I sat with Jared last week, did he mm. tell you that? Did no. I tell you? that? So uh, I don't know where I put it, but I connected with Jared Delvecchio and he, <laughs> w- we were messaging, and like people were offering, people were trying to offer like skincare help, and he's like, D- "Don't listen to this, like I'm an expert." And uh, we had some coffee, tea uh, at Panera last Saturday, and that's when I was messaging you about, do you know this guy?
2: About Mike, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and uh, Jared said you had actually reached out to him for some stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's funny. He's like, he gave me that look, which people have done before. <laughs> Did he check you out? No, not like that. Not like that not, not like that. not like that. Not like that. But he he gave me the other thing. He's like, you know, this is like meeting a celebrity for me. And, I was like, and then, you know, I'm very modest about that stuff. Yeah. Uh, but he had already gone through like his spiel with half with the skincare stuff reading ingredients don't do this you know you're gonna like very very prescriptive and helpful and informative and i was like you know i feel like i'm in a doctor's office consultation right now <laughs> so but he he was great and uh yes if there's anybody famous that'll ever hit on me they'll definitely be uh gay because i don't know phil why do the gay? why am i some kind of gay icon
2: you know, I don't know, because I never had it to be But I mean, I thought you were gay, but I never thought to hit on you. <laughs> like, there were men I knew, and even after we all knew that you were completely 100% straight, there were still people out in Toledo who were like, I mean, I could turn them. And I'm like, but you, you can't.
0: But you oh Why- okay. <laughs> Why can't. Me- I be- Why can't I be like Hot girl influencer icon. Come on. But beyond beyond
1: (laughs) that, like you and I go to it, we go to a lot of mental health stuff together in the community or I'm in the same place you are. And I mean, maybe because you're humble and you don't notice, but those bitches drool, Eric, like I don't oh. think you've ever seen it, but like how they interact with you it's like, oh my God, it's Eric, oh my God, Eric, even when I'm out, how's Eric? Have you talked to Eric? How are things with Eric? How's the podcast? It's like, okay, catch your drool, please, like get a napkin I'll say this
0: and I'll say this to you because this is like these are like the, the the people that know what we do here. You guys are two of my closest friends. I would notice if I was physically attracted to them.
2: Okay, I'm sure you. <laughs> I'm fair. sure you would notice if you were, but they. You no, haven't noticed like that they are attracted to you as a thing, like they want you. No, I yeah, get,
0: but I I would notice their thirst if I was attracted to them. And it's I like, see. It's like the okay. age old plight that any human being has. Like, why can't the people I'm interested in be interested in me? But whatever.
1: And Um, now you have Amanda and she's a babe.
0: Yes. Yeah. Uh, Philip, let's go. I'm going to go back briefly to last week and uh, your take on nobody wants to work and what it was like working as a server. So um, just two things. I came across a story today. And Vinny and I talk about this like every day. and, And there's always someone with a different perspective on it. And that's why I said, yeah, it's the extra unemployment. But there's a lot of things in this. And the CNN story had spoken grabbed a couple of quotes and some numbers that a lot of people have left the restaurant and hospitality industry and they've taken um, like service sector jobs, like like banking hour jobs because mm-hmm. there's so much flexibility, they can do remote work. It's easier with childcare. And one other thing that I, I wondered, while like my friend at Panera is offered health benefits, I'm wondering if um, do you guys Alex, I bet you remember, but when Obamacare was a thing, Uh um, many people said the invincibles are going to undermine it. The the 20-somethings, and I was like this at one point, who don't believe in health insurance, don't believe in needing to go to a doctor, and I'm wondering if the last year has opened up many of the invincibles' eyes, like 20-somethings, to, oh, shit, I need health insurance, so maybe i Uh, while I love bartending or working in a restaurant, I need to do like a desk job or a remote work desk job so I can get some health insurance. And I wonder how much of that has played into the plight of many people who are trying to find good employees right now.
2: I mean, I think that like people legit have had a change of what is their priority and what they need. And, um, yeah like having health insurance is a huge deal like you just you can't get past it and when you're in your 20s you feel invincible like you feel like you don't need health insurance because if something were to happen you'll bounce back quick but also those who were 20 and like the obama years are now getting in those late 20s maybe early 30s so it's a little bit less if that's the case but i also feel like the reason why people are getting these these jobs is because like banking whatever the case may be is because they're now they now have the ability to work from home yeah uh And if you're able to work from home, things are more flexible. You don't have to go into a restaurant or into a bank or whatever the case may be and deal with the BS of the ins and outs, but you can just do it from home and make money, have benefits, and be a lot more
0: steady. Yeah. Alex, thoughts?
1: I actually think that, um, and I don't know if we've talked about this as much, but how much of, like, what's the percentage of the population that may have? migrated into different positions had kids at the time you know and so their kids weren't in school they couldn't afford daycare every day of the week all day and so they had to stop working so that they could go back to their kids had to get on unemployment so they could go back mm-hmm. to their kids and then just mm-hmm. didn't get off because it's like it's working out better for them right now like you know beyond that there's the
0: other, there's another element that I'll, I'll add and i think i've been forthright and transparent with with what i did um while i was not employed full-time like i took advantage of being on i always remember megan said we care for the old we aid the poor or whatever so i think it was on i was on medicaid alex was i on medicaid Mm, because i was only yes what's the older the older person one is medicare right
2: yeah yeah okay medicare is the old one
0: i wonder if some people realized you know, OK, so I'm getting unemployment, but maybe more important than that is I can stay on Medicaid as we navigate this historical health crisis.
1: I suppose I still feel like there's a large amount of the population who don't give who don't care about like healthcare. Haven't been to the mm-hmm. dentist in years. Haven't been to Ooh. a doctor in years. It's like you you age out of like your parents taking care of you, and then you realize like, oh, I don't have to go. I'm going to survive, even though I didn't go to the doctor every year. Like, you know what I mean? Even though yeah, I didn't maintain like... my my physicals, like, and I'm all right. I'm doing just fine. Look, I haven't been to the dentist in five years. I don't have cavities or pain.
0: I was or... that person, and I spent way too much time in a dental <laughs> chair when I was like 24. <laughs> You're a thousand percent right, Philip. <clears throat> Philip. 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 Um, yeah. I, again, I just I'm gonna keep throwing things against the wall here because I, I think it's just all these reasons why. Yeah, it's, it's a time. It's such a challenge. And the other part of this is I spoke to uh, Mark at Monet's last night. I just checked in with him. I was like, Hey, have you been able to snag any employees? He said he did. A, he hired a videographer to.
1: Yeah.
0: Um to record some of his employees and say what they like working about lonettes and he said that people saw that and came in and tried to steal his employees and you know what i heard that and this is how pervasive this is so when i was doing my zeph board um, orientation philip are you mm-hmm. back i'll kick him out for a second he can come back when i was doing my zeph board orientation um the woman that handles their social media said They have wanted to highlight their employees, but Mm -hmm. she was concerned that people were going to get stolen. So, and I'll throw this warning out there, not that anybody listening is doing it. um, Don't poach other people's employees because there is always a bigger fish.
1: That's true. That's very true. Somebody poached, somebody tried to poach Jade before she even got in
0: the door. Here. Can you give a, like a real general example of how it went down?
1: it was actually one of my coworkers and we had a good laugh about it, but we have open positions at, within the agency, not just under my program. Jade was starting at my program. So she had just had her orientation. She was over at the main office while they were interviewing for another position. That's at the main office that she was a good fit for technically. Um, and so they like just so happened to come across her and started asking her some questions. And then they, you know, <laughs> joked with me about how they tried to poach her. And I was like, you bitches, Like, no, I've been understaffed for years. I'm always understaffed. I finally get a good one. You don't get to take her. And then like, because I know Jade, I said, and she wouldn't work with you anyway because she wants to work with me. So there, like,
0: (laughs) take it. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a big deal. And I wonder how it's another way that companies and businesses will have to adapt. I was, uh, I visited with Dorothy today at Good Grief and she was, uh, telling me and actually reminding me about, uh, Philip, you've had QQ before, right? Yes, QQ. I love QQ. When is QQ so not open? Mondays. On the weekends. I don't know. Oh. Um, really? They, this was before the pandemic. And, none of them? Uh, I don't think so. Um, but businesses will have to adapt. And if you're not making money, like you've got to reevaluate, Alex, like we talked about earlier this week, you've got to reevaluate whether or not you should be open at that point in time rather than focusing all your energy on your busy hours. Mm-hmm. Um, Speaking of busy, so this is a fun little story. It's kind of like one of those things, one of those crazy furniture or jeweler places during the Super Bowl or Christmas. But Mister Freeze offered free ice cream Ooh. Uh, if we got more than four inches of snow. Philip, it snowed here Tuesday night.
2: Oh, after all the beautiful weather that you had, that you wrote oh into my face, you then had snow. Yeah, Great. and
0: and it was a, uh, it was I think historic. It's, yes. it's snowed five inches which means mr. freeze is giving out everybody giving everybody a free small cone today uh, at both locations uh-huh. and it's great I mean it's always great publicity when something like this happens and you know for the the, the furniture places or jewelry there's their insurance contests but um, I think mr. freeze dodged the they dodged bull they got lucky like, I'm sure they're busy, but could you imagine how much busier they would have been if instead mm-hmm. if instead of it being 51, it was 71 today? Well, yeah, they're going to be right. busy
1: next week because it's going to get up to 84.
0: Yeah, well, but at least people have to pay for the ice cream then. And
1: <laughs> you know what? I think there's going to be some construction on the at the one in Perrysburg outside of the front that's going to not want people. People are going to not want to drive past it to avoid the construction. So it might affect their business.
2: I mean, Mister um, Freeze is a place that we always walk up to. I mean, this is like from those I hang out with in Parisburg. We would walk to it because there's a reason to drive. You're gonna get ice cream and leave from there anyway. So,
0: it's true. Uh, Alex, where are you with uh, with wedding planning, picking venues, and? <laughs> let's get that on Philly T's radar. So <laughs> I'm like maybe <laughs> is, would Philip be inviting to the wedding? Or Absolutely.
1: Or you and Danny, if you're, if you just so uh, happen to be in town, um, I would love to have you there. It's in July of next year, not this year. Um, okay. Yeah. And so my like latest excitement and I understand that, like I, if I'm looking, if I'm fishing for things to make me feel better then I'll literally like just focus on that for a while. So I fell in love with the new glass pavilion at the new Metro Park. So they're doing a new Metro Park downtown across the river from Promenade. And um, they put up all those apartments and that new restaurant. Wait, and wait, that-
2: wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. They're doing See? a Metro Park across from Promenade? What, where? I'm so confused. So- Map this out for me.
1: It's on the, uh, okay, so you know where, uh, is it replacing International Park, Eric?
0: No, no, uh, Philip. it's on the other side of the bridge where nothing used to be, Mm -hmm. um, towards the Great Lakes Museum.
1: That maritime museum? Oh,
2: okay, yeah, I gotcha. That makes sense. Okay, I'm with you. So
1: they built this really cool, like, pavilion, um, this glass Mm -hmm. pavilion, literally, with like a rooftop and a nice patio, and it's got a nice terrace, and you can rent them for events. And so... I like Eric brought it up and I went and looked into it and I Thomas and I looked at each other like, oh my God, I think this is it. So we kind of walked up to it and sure enough, that's where we want to do it. So, um, it's, it's, I find it to be a lot easier to, to start planning something when you actually have a date and a location, you know, if that, if those two things aren't there, then it makes it really difficult. So then, um, Thomas asked me if I could look into, if we could find out how much a DJ costs. Eric has offered himself his services, but I feel like I want my friend to attend the wedding. You know?
0: Right. DJ Chase, though, I mean... not DJ. Do what I did for Justin and Lucas, where they... Justin made a Spotify playlist, and I talked on the mic. Um, Alex, we can bring him up. Uh, DJ One Time?
1: DJ One Time.
0: So... Is he doing it? Phillip's Phillips twin. (laughs) First of all... (laughs) <laughs> sorry tell me why you're laughing I want to know
2: no only because of that it's that it's every time that one time comes up for some reason people will mistake me and not in normal life not in Toledo but like at put in babe who'd be like oh DJ one time my name is Philip Taylor I don't know where you get that <laughs> so that's why
1: so I thought of DJ one time because I'd seen some of like his work and um You know, Thomas was interested in a DJ, so we thought we'd look into it. He's, it's $2,100, though. Is that, is that average? Do you guys know? Or
2: like, what do
0: you mean?
1: So, right. So for the, for the ceremony and the reception, it would be in the same place.
0: I, I, I think it's, it's more in the thousand range, but I don't know. But he's, I mean, he's great. He puts on a show and he's, he's a good, Philip, were you here the day he visited with Floyd and I? I don't no. think so. No, he came to me, like. He is a good dude. He's a really good guy. Um, but I get it. He might be out of your uh, out of your ballpark. That I mean, will we gonna get if you're gonna put your resources towards other things like food and definitely drinking? I mean, we'll figure out something to do with the music and and a microphone. Well,
1: but but I want a good party. So like, besides wanting alcohol and like. This is this is where i am okay and you guys tell me what you think about this as you would be guests okay i my food doesn't have to be spectacular i'd prefer for it to be good people enjoy the meal but they're not like oh my god that meal was so good <laughs> right and i would rather them say that was a fun party or the you know that was like that was a beautiful wedding that was a fun right. party compared yeah. to like the food and cake were amazing so you, literally like i'm just like i mean people are gonna eat they'll and they'll enjoy the food no matter what it is i don't need to impress you with what i feed you but i would like to have a good time and you like, know like I,
2: what i've learned go, go ahead. ahead no go ahead what i what i've learned about like weddings and the situation that has now bothered me is that the wedding is not for the couple it's for everybody else and that is, like, the most bothersome part of the situation mm-hmm. for me because you go into it and there's so much, like, anxiety and, like, you feel like you need to, like, show off and, and, and do this fanfare of a situation just to have the aftermath be like, oh, that was so beautiful and the food was so great. Oh, and the DJ in her dress. Like, that's what people look forward Whereas And, like, you just said, I want you to have a good time because I'm getting married. I'm in, I'm in love. Like, I want mm-hmm. you to feel the love and to enjoy yourself and party and have a great time.
0: I I think since you all have uh, the majority of the people there will be black, um, (laughs) I think you're totally fine with with an open bar and uh, the cha-cha slide. And uh, what's the other one, Philip, that we used to do at Clizelle? Uh the Cupid Shuffle? Yeah, yeah, all that shit. Mm. We'll be fine. We may
1: do we'll So we're more Detroit hustle kind of people. But yeah, they're okay.
0: Mm. But we'll yeah, electric flight We'll, we'll play some at, we'll play some ass and titties. <laughs> so ass that titties.
1: that that was one thing I loved about I saw a video of DJ one time. I was like researching him a little bit, and he did like a mix for I think a party on the rooftop for at the museum. And it was like DMX he mixed in there and Jay-Z mm. and Tupac, and I was like, that's our vibe. So I feel like he would get us the most if that makes any sense like that's our vibe. So then um I'm I'm interested but we Thomas and I are going to have to talk about if we want to spend that money that much money cuz Philip like what you were saying, I'm still very much in the mindset of like obviously we want to have an amazing time and enjoy our wedding day, but I'm not going to break the bank to try to impress other
0: people. Mm-hmm.
1: I will break I mean, the like, bank for things that I want to have a good exactly. time. Exactly. but
0: he maybe he, he'll bring his price down because yours isn't going to necessarily be a big wedding.
1: No, and he has, but he has packages too. So he's got like, because he brings in uplighting and he brings in a photo booth. And I don't need him for the photo booth because yeah. I already have that. Um, the uplighting could be nice, but I don't need an entire room. Like we may just need two or three, you know, lights because it's a glass. Like the entire room is glass, so there isn't anything you can uplight. Like, if that makes any sense, you can uplight right. a wall or like a beam. But if it's glass, I don't know if it has the same vibe. But anyway, um, so like he, I, I'm not as turned off on the price as Thomas was. But that's because one of my like takeaways is ensuring everybody has a good time.
2: And music is a big part of that, especially when right. it comes to like drinking. Like once you start drinking it fill yourself a little bit, especially as you said, there'll be a lot of black people there when when you get a little bit buzzed and you feel like <laughs> the music ain't right, you're not gonna want to stay there. Exactly. So.
0: And the more I, the more I I I know this well about Thomas, and I I know that there's a, a very valid reason for it, but I can't help but think of him when I come across the memes, and there's been a lot of them lately, like. Um, when dad would yell at you for leaving the refrigerator open too long, do you know how much that's
1: costing me? (laughs) No, that's me. Oh my God. Not at all. Not at all. We're the exact opposite. Thomas is the one that will leave the refrigerator open and walk away. And I'm like, you do know the dogs are going to go in there and start eating everything, right? Oh, sorry. He's also Mm -hmm. like... When I'm in the room and I'm sleeping first, he will. I feel like he intentionally turns every single fucking room on in the light on in the room, <laughs> closet light, bedroom light. Then the kitchen lights all of a sudden come on. It's like he turns on every single light and he wants to start cleaning at 11:30 at night. He'll turn the dishwasher on at 11:30 at night. What? <laughs> like, it's the complete opposite. It's the complete you know, opposite.
0: No, I mean when like, it comes to like wasting money on energy like
1: oh yes oh is he wasteful yes (laughs) well I
0: I I, I thought he would be the opposite like no my dad would question he'd tell me to run the dishwasher that would be my responsibility and then he would question when I ran it I was like you said run the dishwasher it's only a third full you're wasting water
1: so I'm going to give you a perfect example to understand the kind of person Thomas is I'll give you two and they'll be it'll be quick So I tend to handle most things, even down to, like, making sure that the thermostat is set or that the thermostat is off. If I say, hey, Thomas, can you turn on the thermostat? I'm a little cold, right? Say it's 68 degrees in the room. I said, I'm a little cold. Can you turn the thermostat up a notch? I will go back to that thermostat, and it's on fucking 78. He has put it up to 78. He has (laughs) literally taken... He's taken his finger, he has taken his finger and pressed it so many times that he has set it to literally 78, not taking his finger and turned it up one or two degrees so that it's a comfortable temperature, 78 and to take it a step further. And I love my big, beautiful man, by the way, like he doesn't understand grocery stores and shopping. And so I got really sick one time, not this last one, another time he needed to go to the grocery store and get the things that we needed. I intentionally gave him 20 bucks and I said, here, take this and go get what you need. Cause he's very much like, he'll go to the grocery store. He's like, oh, I need toilet paper. He'll just toss some toilet paper and doesn't even look at the cost. Oh, I need beef. Okay, here, I'll get this. I doesn't even look at the cost to see like which one costs less based on the pound. He came home from the grocery store and he's like, why is everything so expensive? It was so hard <laughs> for me to budget that. And I said, exactly. Cause you don't pay attention to shit
2: how have i not met this man like that is <laughs> legit my life percent. <laughs> like his life is mine like i just don't
0: understand <laughs> you didn't pay attention to anything nothing i did some pretty irresponsible things <laughs> when, when i when i was younger um i got caught stealing at sports authority Ooh. um and that was after like my stealing spree um i i there was times i, I just didn't care about school or when I was a little boy, I didn't, I didn't want to go, um, in college. Like I didn't, I didn't attend college when my dad was paying for it. So some, some, some things my dad really could have laid into me for, but I never faced the scorn and fury of my dad unless I touched that fucking thermostat.
1: <laughs> exactly. If that,
0: Cause you know what? That one degree was going to break the energy bill. Like we weren't going to be able to afford. Listen. I, if, if, I t- if I touched that, like even if my dad was upstairs or whatever, he would hear the heat or whatever kick on and he knew that my mom was in the kitchen. My dad would lose his, like the fury of Barry was fully unleashed if that thermostat got touched and I was the one whose finger was just on it.
1: Is it because your mom was in the kitchen cooking so you knew the room, the temperature was going to go up anyway?
0: No. All I oh, because
1: I'm the same way.
0: I was 14 and I'm like, I'm cold. Why do we, why, like, the thermostat is here to make us warmer or colder.
1: Oh, my gosh. But
0: I didn't, do you, like, like, Thomas not recognizing the difference in, like, ninety nine a pound and blah, blah, blah in the, in the, the <laughs> economics of, of a supermarket – I didn't understand. All I knew is this made you warmer or colder. I didn't know that it cost money. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't like, hear a ching when it went from sixty eight to sixty nine.
2: Exactly. Yeah, that's like the crazy thing. Like, in my house, my brother and I got in so much trouble that at one point, my then stepdad—you know those lock boxes? Oh my god! He, like, <laughs> They're the gym. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He put a lock box on the thermostat in our house because he was sick of us touching. The thermostat, and it was the thermostat and the hallway stair light. It was always, (laughs) always yelling at us about the hallway stair light. Turn that damn light off. And then the thermostat had a lockbox on it, and him and my mom had the key, and that was it.
0: Went up. So, so many times, like any kids of the 80s or 90s, my dad and I would be watching TV in the living room. So, I go into the into the uh, kitchen to make myself a snack and maybe something's in the microwave or I'm boiling water to make some hot chocolate or whatever it is. So I come back into the living room to watch TV while whatever I'm making was being prepared. He's like, you know, you left the kitchen light on. I (laughs) I said, I'm going back in there, but you're not in there now. So does the light have to be on? (laughs) Like you can ask you can ask Danny
2: right now, like I am now my mom and stepdad. Like yep. I look at Danny like why are you closing doors? Why is this light on? Like there are too many lights on. We're not even in that room and he hates it. He's like, You need to chill out. I'm like, no, you need to turn the lights off. That is how this works. I'm fine. I'm normal. Turn
1: the lights off. So moral of the story is if you want to come to our wedding, you and Danny, and you, you want to make a trip of it, you're welcome to. And you can meet Thomas in all his glory. <laughs> Especially when he'll be drunk off Patron, I'm sure, before I even yeah, walk down the aisle.
2: Th- that part as well. Give me the tequila all the lights <laughs> on and turn them up to 82 because we about to turn the hell up let's do
1: i'll it. have to i'll have to text you the video after the podcast because i think you'll love the location it's very toledo but in a in yeah. like a it's very new toledo if that makes any sense
2: i know i like you guys were talking about it and i'm kind of like i don't know what that building is i've been gone like not even a year and a half so i'm I'm intrigued
0: you're not gonna recognize a lot of downtown and with that um another story i want to throw by you guys philip this will mean more to philip um alex have you been to toledo spirits uh i have not but
1: i know about it i I think i went with karis
0: philip do you know about it yeah, I love Fluid Spirits. Okay, so it's going to have a neighbor soon as things are ramping up for ideas and visions and, and more and growth uh, in the Vistula District. And I came across something today in the Toledo City paper. Um, there is a speakeasy idea that's coming along. It will be Ooh. in the, the Gateway Building and uh, the Speakeasy Place. So no sports bar stuff, no TVs, like... Kind of like what Degage was, and we need that, that place uh, back. Although maybe that's Toledo Spirits. But so the Speakeasy type place called Inhibitions will be there, and I don't know when it will happen. Mm. But Philip, guess who's part of the uh, guess who who's part of the uh, the think tank putting this thing together? You. No, did Philip leave again?
1: I did oh. just text him. I hope he doesn't disconnect when
0: I text. Oh, you're probably
2: ki- you're, bre- you're breaking up. I say it again.
0: Oh, All right. oh, oh, oh. So one of the people who is part of the uh, the think tank putting inhibitions together is Steve Remy. Dennis. Oh, I gotta kick him out. Oh, Bill, you do? I-, I got your break. I kicked him out. Um, so when he gets back, I'll finish that up for him. Another quick story. There's another sad dog story floating around today. Oh, have I you- saw that. Faith, have you seen Faith? Does she have no eyeballs? She yeah. One of her eyes is gonna have to come out. They're gonna have to fix the other eye. And I uh, oh, I threw sweetie. I threw some money at the GoFundMe because it's a place where my friend Laura told or is kind of keeping an eye on for me to potentially have a third dog. Oh. And um, yeah, she's a sweetheart. And it look it, it, if you read the story at all, I'll, I'll share it with everybody else. She probably came from a breeder and. Uh, Steve at the Toledo Animal Rescue believes that the breeder discarded her um, because she didn't, she she has this this vision problem and she can really only see like a little bit of light. But by the time I got to the GoFundMe, um, it's, it was at like 3,300 bucks and they needed 3,500. Steve messaged me back. um, So they might've hit their goal of $3,500, which is pretty awesome.
1: That is very good. So is that the same guy that's doing the speakeasy? No. Who's doing that?
0: That's Gay Steve. Do you remember Gay Steve?
1: Uh, the name sounds familiar. Did he wear hats?
0: I don't know. Um, but everybody that I've worked with knows Steve a lot better than I do. Um, and I, I've never had issue with him at all. Um, every time I, he's come here a couple of times, I've seen him out of places. He's always been yeah. good to me. He just ran with some some unsavory former media types.
1: Mm, I think I I know who that is The name sounds familiar Is he
0: black? He is Yeah Short? No, he's about my size Okay About my size But he's part of this And uh, I saw another name that I know A real estate guy named Mike McCarthy So um, I'm going to have to text Mike And be like Hey, looking forward to this
1: What's his name? Mike who?
0: Mike McCarthy He used to live in my building When I lived downtown Mike Mike uh, does a lot of real estate business Mostly downtown But he's a pretty good dude as well
1: nice there's a real estate guy named mike that i'm not as much of a fan of and the last name sounds familiar
0: hmm. and philip is Fla up. the question i hope mark it wasn't because i
1: i text the pictures so maybe that messed him up it
0: it might have been that because yeah he started getting wonky here on clean feed when that happened yeah um anything else we got to get to
1: I don't think so. No, I'm off tomorrow. I'm taking a day off like a adult.
0: You're doing these, uh, these long weekends you've got, right?
1: I am. I have so much vacation time. I have to use before the end of June. So I'm trying to do like Fridays and Mondays, but I feel I feel guilty. Like I'm like, I can't take this much time off. I'm supposed to be here.
0: (laughs) You're entitled to it. You earned it. You were given it. You got to use it or lose it. And, um, like I was talking about with Dorothy earlier today, my, my mentality has always been, if your work is done, do what you want.
1: Yeah. And like, I left early the other day, but I still worked. And I was like, if somebody calls, just tell them to call me and I'll handle it. I'm just going home. So I'll handle it on my way home. <laughs> you know, I was like, it was like two thirty, and I was so unmotivated. So I just went home.
0: All right. Well, I will, uh, I'm debating whether I tell you this or not, cause I was hesitant to do it earlier. Oh tell me. So I hope I don't regret this. I don't think I will. Oh, but God. I I told Amanda that I care about her very deeply.
1: <gasps>
0: oh
1: Did I, you say the L word? Kind of. Oh but shit.
0: I I I totally couched it. And th- but this is a reality though. It was right. Like, I don't know what that feels like. It exactly.
1: So I mean it, you're probably feeling it. The, the The issue is, we're always concerned if we say it too early. Right. Will I scare away the other person? Well that's but nice. you're a, you, okay. She but got, I, she got a little
0: teary-eyed.
1: Oh, see, Thomas and I said it really early. So we were we met in we met on his birthday, and then we were a couple, which is April seventeenth. We were a couple in June, so like the f- second week of June, and then and the L word was exchanged sometime around that. So we said it really early too. So I wouldn't, you know, and, and look where we are.
0: <laughs> right. I, and I don't know when her and I connected. It might've been mid January. It might've been late January. Um, and I, and again, I totally like use the caveat of, I don't know what that feels like, Yeah. but that's why I, I, I really dove into, I care about you deeply. In fact, last night, um, she kind of yelled at me we were having a text discussion Mm -hmm. and i said uh like i tuesday is my night in my my night in capital letters uh to go over there and hang out with with pierce because we were talking about like where he is and stuff and i was like tuesday's Mm -hmm. my night like how and i did say this to her in the conversation how we have coffee on friday mornings right and she said nothing is your night or something to that effect Mm. um she's like you don't have a night Uh, and i was like wow like it was (laughs) it was biting um and we we figured it all out but i i made it clear to her i was like we've done these things repeatedly and you've never said like that this was a bad thing or that i was inconveniencing you Mm -hmm. so that's why i just assumed that like this was my thing right but we we worked it out but philip are you back
2: yeah, I don't know what happened. That was weird. Sorry, uh,
0: you missed a lot of stuff. I'll, I'll come back to you with one with one thing in a second. But I'm finishing. I I told Amanda I care about her a great deal.
2: <clears throat> oh, like you didn't use the L word. You just said care well, about you a great deal.
0: You will have to go back and listen to the podcast. Um, okay. <laughs> but we uh, we worked it out. But I I I was hurt last night when she said that to me, Alex. Yeah. Um, I would be too because I, I I said I have never like wanted to make things challenging or difficult or with you so but we worked it out. Uh, Philip Gay Steve is opening up a bar.
2: You know I'm not shocked by that. I'm not I'm not shocked by that, and I'm actually intrigued. Where is this bar going to be at?
0: It's the place that before you got clipped uh, in in the Vishala district. It'll be called Inhibitions. And, uh, oh. I, as I mentioned before, as you were gone, I, I have no issue with gay Steve. Uh, every time I've run into him, he's always been nice and doesn't seem like, uh, and we're not going to say the names, doesn't seem shady at all. Like the people he used to be connected with.
2: You know, it's funny because like I had my initial issue with gay Steve because I was meant to be the new gay Steve, which I didn't like that very much. But after <laughs> him and I actually had conversations and we talked, um, we got on very well. Like we got along very well. And I told him about those issues and he was like, he was like, you're your own person. Like, I don't even really care for that label itself, but it was just what happened. And that's what I went with. But yeah, like I like Steve. I enjoy Steve a lot.
1: Well, good for Steve. Yeah.
2: Um, I mean, in I wish I, I mean, I wish I would have not been uh, dropped on that whole situation because I am intrigued by this, the speakeasy. Cause that's like, That's little thing, but yeah, I'm I'm down for it.
0: Um, yeah, and I like spots like that because while everybody's waiting for concerts and music festivals and loud places Mm -hmm. to come back, like I like places like that, so I'm looking forward to it.
2: Does he have a? Is there a cigar lounge in this in this this bar?
0: I think at the moment it's a plan and a vision, and that's Mm -hmm. it. Um, okay. So, and and I mean that that's good. Like that's how that's how things get going. But I knew that Vishnu was gonna grow at some point and at least people are throwing the ideas at it at this point fun well phil welcome back you came back only for us to <laughs> bid adieu i think right, it's because yeah. i sent
1: you that picture so i just sent it to the group text and then boom you were gone
2: and i saw it and i and actually i am intrigued and i'm trying to like map out my hair where that space is at and i really do, <laughs> do like what it looks like that's really cool uh, but I think it was too because our Wi-Fi is being weird. I don't know what's happening.
0: What are you doing this weekend, Philip?
2: Uh, so this weekend I just so I'm trying to find black friends in London. <laughs> if I didn't tell you guys that before, it's a really, it's it's a real necessity in my life currently to find black friends because nobody understands the trauma that's happening mm-hmm. in America to somebody like me. And not that they fully understand it, but they do understand the fact that being black, you look at you're looked at a certain way. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to find black friends. I have found a black photographer. His name is Will. Uh, He's Caribbean, super nice. Um, And he and I are gonna do some some photos this weekend. So I look forward to that. Um, Also this weekend, I am going to kick Danny out of the house, out of our flat, because he has spent the past four months indoors and Mm -hmm. I have had no time alone. So he's gonna go out and I'm going to basically sit around drink the vodka that he got me and watch Disney plus
0: Falcon and winter soldier finale tomorrow.
2: I know hey, it's epic. Actually it's action packed, but it's very epic. I enjoy it. I need to watch it.
0: You do do that tomorrow.
1: I will. <clears throat> yeah, I'll be off tomorrow. I'll do that in my nail.
0: Philip, if you're uh, looking for black Londoners, there are worse ideas than just like walking the streets going Idris. Idris!
2: <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Ella! Like, like I basically live. I live in. I live in a place called <laughs> Dalston, and Dalston has like all like the Caribbeans, like the Jamaicans. Like you, literally, like the- you walk out and it's just like, it's just black people. But mm. at the same time, like there's such a- there's such a cultural difference between me and them that it's not like I can just like walk up to them and say hi. You know what I mean? Like have a, whole- a full fledged conversation. Do we do we speak? You know you know like that that black guy head nod. You know yeah. Good, where you acknowledge each other. Right, like, we have that 24-7, like, that's just a thing around here, but at the same time, like, there is a disconnect because, like, I'm American, I'm coming from the Midwest, and, you know, like, they're immigrants or their parents are immigrants, and they still have a very Caribbean accent, um, and they know the issues of this country a lot more than I do, so, I'm working.
0: Hey, um, I don't want to keep us much longer, um, and it wasn't to the top of my mind, there's obviously, we had a lot of good discussion today, but, uh... The girl in Columbus with the knife. Uh, This one sounds like really, really, really bad. Um, Like there was no gun. It was a knife. And I I wonder, we had the verdict the other day, and hopefully that's going to cause a paradigm shift on how those people are prosecuted when they've done something like that. Um, Maybe now this goes to the next level of, we need to begin to work from the ground up and change what we do like why couldn't he tackle her or stun her um it's super problematic
1: that's exactly what I say like when you know as as I have a response to this I said I feel like this is going to be a lot more cut and dry and that they won't find him responsible for anything but I mean that isn't a direct representation of um the issues that we have once Sorry, I was opening the door. That's a direct representation of the issues that we have in the system and then and just policing in general. Um, There should have been other means to take this girl down that did not end her life. She was a kid. You know what I mean? And there were three other officers there. So I want to know what were on those officers minds because they didn't shoot. It was just yeah. the one officer that shot. And there's rubber bullets. Like, there's shooting tasers, obviously. We know that. So it's like, why are we not prioritizing those things? Because if you think about it, policing in general, like, in in the entire country, what percentage of policing is literally for the black community? Like, the majority of the black community are the ones that um, are recipients of policing and those are the majority of interactions that happen when, po- in, you know, in policing, that means it's the majority of the Mac- black community that are put in danger when some of the policies are just shoot to kill and not preserve the life of the person you're dealing with.
0: I have seen a couple of places that uh, have at least kicked around the idea of removing police, police from traffic stops. And they, mm. they had a great point that, and I've read about that, that thought before but I never read about it in this way. If you take police, like, it's dangerous for the person and the police officer for traffic it stops. It is. So just let, like, a traffic force handle it or something. But back to uh, this, this, this killing. Every time we get in some kind of gun debate, um, it's like, look how much mayhem this person caused with a gun. And if only, you know, we didn't have this problem. If only if it was like London or, you know, every now and then in in China or somewhere in Asia, there's a a horrific knife attack and eight people are injured. And then you go, well, if that was here and that person had a gun, there would be 80 people injured. So it's pretty easy. This is not like a split second thing. And I get it. As As a police officer, you have the right to use some kind of de- deadly force or force when your life is in jeopardy or that of someone else. Uh-huh. But this is not the split second kind of thing. Like what happened with Adam Toledo where maybe Adam Toledo, maybe he could have had a gun. Uh-huh. So at least you can rationalize that. This is the knife. Like they're, they're mo- this is like the, the guy in Philadelphia a handful of weeks or so ago. He had a knife and I don't think he was killed, but he was shot. Um, yeah. Like there's a big difference between a knife knowing the weapon and or suspecting a gun like this is very troubling the more I, I think about this without even seeing the video
1: yeah I saw the video and she did you know they I watched the video and I watched it in slow motion and this girl who who was the one that called the police she was the one physically lunging at another person with a gun with her knife she lunged at two people you know she lunged at one person who fell to the ground and then she lunged at another girl with her knife, like cocked her hand back and everything, intending to stab, that was when the officer gave her four to the chest. I wish it, I wish we had other means of, of apprehending someone. And we we do, like we take people in all the time without killing them. So, you know, and it, it just bothers me, especially when this was a child. And I think that was known going into the call. And, and then, to make matters worse, this officer and other officers as they're showing up to the scene, there's some officers that are wearing Blue Lives Matter face masks. There's uh, allegedly some of the other officers physically said Blue Lives Matter to some of the crowd that were at that point taunting them and, and enraged at the death, seeing the death of a 15 year old. So it's a mess, it's how, just a mess.
0: How big was this knife? oof probably the size of
1: a couple that I have I don't think it was it didn't appear to be like very large so
0: I don't know and, and I know again not watching the video but I read it and I guess it's only like 10 seconds long anyway right yeah,
1: yeah. Um, at least the scene that you need to see yeah
0: and I'm I I cannot put myself in the position of a police officer with their knowing what they're trained with and stuff mm-hmm. but it, it and and I don't, and it's awful that a that a kid lost their life. But I don't care if this person was fifteen, twenty five, or fifty five. If you cannot subdue someone with a knife that isn't a machete, we have to have a we should have had a conversation about why you're doing this job to begin with.
1: Yeah, I, I mean that there are some situations where the issue isn't the officer that that has. You know use his firearm it's the system that he works that they work for he or she i just followed protocol well the protocol yeah. is
0: wrong like, the protocol know, is wrong we've been saying this this a bunch like you already named a couple of things rubber bullets taser like you have several things right in your arsenal to go with before there's uh b- before you use a weapon and yeah it's another awful situation and, and the. The horrific and eerie coincidence and irony of, of when it happened as, yeah. as the verdict was being read is, is just unimaginable. And
1: I think, in Thomas, the, my last point on this, and Thomas and I were having a conversation about it. What's so sad is, I mean, besides she was, obviously she was in a knife fight with multiple other, there was, it was a chaotic scene. There was at least a dozen people running around like this driveway and sidewalk and yard of this home. A dozen kids all fighting each other. So it, it, like, it seemed as though I mean it, it looked familiar to me as a you know young girl growing up in in high school. Like I knew plenty of other girls that were fighters. There were girls like if you got into an argument with somebody at school, you better believe after school those girls were pulling up to your house to fight you. And that it's kind of it seemed like the same kind of situation. This happens all the time doesn't mean that that has to end in somebody's life being over. Not to say that it's that officer's fault. It's policing in general. It's a problem.
0: It's, yeah, and I've seen these scuffles before because of Mm -hmm. where I've gone to school and and where I grew up, and it's Mm -hmm. chaos, but Mm -hmm. they're they're kids. Yeah, they're kids. I haven't heard of anything that there was any idea that they were walking into a situation with a gun. In fact, um, this officer no. should have done what I think Kim Potter was intending to do. Get, yeah. that, get that taser out. I told you to get down, and you didn't listen. I'm taking that taser out, and I'm going to put you down.
1: That Exactly right. That should have happened, and it seems like he wasn't trained for that. And it becomes a problem when in our country, the majority population that's served by the police are black. That means it's black lives that are always at risk at the hands of police, the police policies, you know, yep. Yep. it's a problem.
0: All right. Well, good. Not good that we had to talk about that, but no, very glad, good. But glad we put it on the podcast. Absolutely. So. Yeah. All right. Um, you know, we haven't talked about them in a minute, so please give Sonny and Petey my love.
1: I shall. Sonny, um, she's got two long toenails. She screams bloody murder anytime I try to clip them. So I'm gonna try to work on him today because we've got to. She's we got to get those babies under control.
0: I gotta take Diddy into the vet in a couple of weeks. I he will get some medication before he goes to the vet.
1: I no, I just I, maybe I'm a bad dog mom. Nobody sh, like nobody shame me, but I just like Thomas holds her and I take her little paw, grip it like without hurting her, but grip it to where she doesn't move and she gets her nails clips. I can't I can't be bothered. She's not bleeding. I'm very accurate with my nail clipping. So I know I'm not hurting her. It's just the jolt because you know, dogs have thick nails. So the jolt of hearing it, I think, and feeling it scares her. So she just screams, but I can't be bothered. I'm doing my dog's nails.
0: Um, All right, I'll text you later, okay?
1: Okay, bye. bye.